Good afternoon. My name is Muthupandian um, Ashokumar. I am the uh, acting director of the Australian Institute. And uh, as uh, all of us know, our family and friends um, back in India are going through this uh, hard time through the uh, second wave of the COVID pandemic. And my own family um, back in um, South India, <clears throat> they're safe, but also highly stressed. And my uh, mother is now eight years old. I'm also kind of a bit concerned um, about her, her health and well-being. Like me, uh, every one of us uh, have um, families and friends in India. Um, and I'm hoping that uh, by God's grace, we will be, um, you know, the country will get over this uh, pandemic uh, as early as possible. We all can pray for that. And with this uh, um, note, uh, I would like to ask Parul to introduce uh, herself um, and then we'll go from there. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Parul. I am from the Australia India Institute, Delhi. Uh, I agree with Ashok. These are indeed very difficult times, and all of us are trying our best uh, to cope with this. Uh, Shaheen, I will hand over to you now to make your introduction. Thank you, Parul. Um, thank you to the Australia India Institute for having me here today. Um, my name is Shaheen and I am a PhD candidate at the School of at the Faculty of Arts in Monash University, Melbourne. I am from India. My family is based in Assam. And although I do have friends and partner, and my partner is based in New Delhi at the moment, yeah. Akash, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, Parul. Uh, again, uh, thank you, Australian Institute, for inviting me in this podcast. Uh, my name is Akash. I'm a doctor, and uh, I'm doing my MPH in University of Melbourne. And currently, I'm in India, though I couldn't return back last year. And I'm helping out in uh, charitable, charitable hospital, Chamba, Uttarakhand. So, yeah, just making use of my medical degree in these tough times. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Shaheen and both, uh, for introducing yourself. Uh, Akash, you said that uh, you are currently here in India, and Shaheen, you are still in uh, Australia. How do you think you've been supported uh, by your university or uh, you know, in these difficult times? I mean, I got some. I got. I got very supportive supervisors, and they really helped me through last year, and because of which. Um, I have been able to do some substantial progress in my PhD as of now, but still um, there's a big question mark when I'll be able to return to India uh, to do the field work. And uh, that, that was last year, but for this year, I don't know if there are any support systems in place for students from India who are going through a lot of anxious times at the moment. I mean, we are completely alone here in a sense, um, you know, I mean, how to deal with this anxiety of constant anxiety of whether our friends and family are okay. Because every day, because every day I wake up to news of someone or the other I know who has passed on due to this virus. So I'm just wondering what, what is the support system that the university can offer to people like us at this moment? So as I told you, I returned back to India last year and I was very fortunate enough that the university provided my whole program. And when I returned, I had just finished my first semester at that time. And 
I finished all my three semesters in India online. So I think that was the best the university could do to me. Other than that, I think uh, there were constants mail about um, uh, about me. You know, they were asking, how are you? How's everything doing? And mm -hmm. anything they could do. They even offered me a low study plan. But uh, yeah, I think that was the most the university could do. And I'm very fortunate enough for that. Thank you. Uh Thank you, Akash, and thank you, Shaheen. Uh, Shaheen, you uh, shared your, you know, uh, difficulty of anxiety and, uh, you know, being away from home and uh, not understanding the resources at place right now. Uh, do you think there could be something that the university could do for you right now? I mean, I wish that the university could offer some kind of a helpline or a help desk and maybe get, uh, you know, I mean, something that we can call up immediately to offer mental health support or to get like uh, the Indian students together on a kind of like, you know, where we can meet and like discuss our anxieties or, or our stresses or our grief. In fact, like earlier this week, as I, as I, had, I was telling you earlier, I lost my eldest maternal uncle uh, due to the virus back in Guwahati. And my aunt is still in the ICU. Um, she's still not out of it. Last year, I lost my only paternal aunt to the virus back in Guwahati again. And um, I mean, this particular loss has totally devastated our family at the moment. And I'm still trying to come coping with this grief because my uncle was a very beloved member of our family and he lives behind two young sons. And um, so, so this has hurt a lot in the sense that I'm not being able to partake in the grief or the loss with my family so it's like a double grief L the loss is there but also not being able to be there next to my family in this moment that also is impacting me um so so yeah so i mean and and i don't think i'm the only unique case i'm sure like there are so many others who have gone through some loss or the other and the constant worry about I hope my mother and my father are safe I hope my sister and brother are safe uh, thank you Shaheen for sharing your ex uh, experience and the difficulty that you're going through and we're very sorry for your loss and yes uh, I also agree with you that some sort of uh, a mental health helpline help or some support would be great for students uh, Akash uh, what about you what do you think could help you at this point uh, <clears throat> uh, I think uh, since I'm not in Australia and I'm, again, I'll use the word fortunate enough again and again because I'm with my family right now and being a medical person, I'm able to guide them through, you know, uh, you won't believe me, I'm telepathing at least 10 to 15 of my relatives right now just on phone, you know, and guiding them through the medications, through the hospitals, through oxygen, everything. So I think one thing that the university could actually do was at least, you know, give us a chance to return back. Uh, I'm, I've been here for three semesters and finishing all three semesters online in a degree which required, you know, you need to have good group discussions, you need to have good project management discussions. And I really didn't get a chance to do any of it. I, all my three semesters from last March to this May, I've been sitting at home and doing every work. So only if, you know, they could take out at least a percentage of students who would be eligible to come back and at least participate in the discussion because doing a master's degree and doing a degree that you plan to work on in your future, you need to have a good idea of what you're going to do. 
and sitting at home, just, you know, relying on Zoom calls and relying on the text won't help me that much. So other than that, I think uh, the university was supportive, but only if this thing could be done, it would have been great. Yeah. Thank you, Akash. Uh, uh, thank you both for sharing your tough experiences. Uh, Shaheen, you mentioned that your partner's in Delhi and, uh, you know, you are there in Australia. And Akash, while you're there with your family, uh, it, it is a difficult time for everyone. Everyone's going through something. Uh, how are you all coping up with this? So, I mean, um, it was a big loss. And as I said, like being away from the family impacts me in a very different way than just being there. So um, right now it's just the loss and the shock is so deep that I'm not being able to offer any kind of assistance to anyone on online, um, although I was very proactive till some time back, but I hope I'm able to come back and help others soon because I think that's the only thing that will give me some kind of comfort in these difficult times. Thank you, Shaheen. So uh, I think if you talk about mental health right now, I think uh, in India especially, I mean, though the general population does require mental health, but I feel that uh, the medical system is on a verge that they will be needing the mental health help the most. You know, I for if you take my example, every day we are receiving around 10 to 15 uh, patients with the oxygen saturation of just 70%. We don't have that much of equipment to, you know, uh, help the patient. We don't have that much of resources that we can take care of the patient in our center. Just yesterday, we received a patient with an oxygen saturation of just 45%, and this guy was just 35 years old. Imagine. And I'm not even sure after referring him if he reached the higher center or not, because I'm sure with that amount of oxygen, he would have definitely collapsed. So every day, you know, we, we come to see, we see uh, patients uh, dropping on our legs, you know, begging us, you know, help us out. We, we need this, we know that, but we're not able to do much. We are in a, I'm working in a setup that we have, the only resource we have is oxygen concentrator. And for a patient of COVID, they need at least a BiPAP or a CPAP, which we are not able to provide. So I feel that, I mean, if even the medical system, even the doctors, nurses, the ward boys, even to the minute level, if at least in a week, we can gather all of them and, you know, we can just talk to them because not every one of them is so vocal that they just reach out, you know, I'm going to this I'm going, and nor do they have the time. For me, especially, I mean, I'm very uh, lucky enough to be a part of this so that I can, you know, whatever's in me, I can just bring it out. But what about the hundreds of uh, doctors and nurses who are just, who's, who've been battling this uh, COVID for the last one and a half year? So uh, I, for me, I think it's very important for even the medical system to open up, even the medical system to take out at least if not a day, at least few hours in a week so that they can talk to each other, they can talk to some good counselors, to some good psychologists so that, you know, things can get out. For me, especially, I mean, I've worked in worst cases. I've worked in the ICU in Max Hospital and I've seen deaths. But those were deaths that we knew, all right, he's not able to make up because of his comorbid conditions. But this is the first time, I'm, I'm, you know, my heart just, it just falls when I, when I see people of... As early, just, you know, uh, 10 days ago, there was this patient, an 18-year-old guy. 
he came to us, he had a background of mental illness. He came to us and he, the only thing he told me was, Dr. Sir, will I be able to make it? I said, yeah, of course you're going to make it. You're a young guy, you, you've got a good immunity. Why won't you make it? He said, I have a family. I have my younger sister. I, I don't have anything uh, other than this. I said, all right, you don't worry. And the other day I took an exam. I spotted a lot of pneumonic patches, which is suggestive of COVID. And it just shook me, you know. I, I told him, all right, you just go to AMS Rishikesh, go get a checkup done, and I'll be on follow-up. After two days, that guy expired. And we we were all the first were just speechless. So I think if at least, you know, if there's a if there's a system where at least few hours can be given to doctors to talk about their mental health issues, that would be great. And I'm very thankful for you guys for arranging this so that, you know, at least I can take out my thing from inside here. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Akash, for sharing that. It is very, very difficult uh, to share personal experiences, uh, especially with people. I mean, you're speaking to us for the first time, and it takes a lot of courage. And uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, and it, it was a very uh, shocking and sad story. Uh, and I understand both of you are experiencing difficulties because of border closures. Uh, Shaheen, because your family is here and you can't be with them. Uh, at this time of grief and Akash, you want to pursue your studies like you thought when you'd applied for the course and you know things are very different now. Uh, how, how, what do you think, you know, how badly are you impacted? How badly do you want to come home, Shaheen? And Akash, uh, you know, you wish you could go back uh, and pursue your studies in a more, you know, professional way. Yeah, I mean, I hope things get better. I hope the... Australian government allows at least some of its students, if not all, I'm sure, you know, India is an epicenter right now and it's very difficult for the Australian embassy to take this step to just allow students, you know, where you go. But I think if they could not now, at least two months, three months later, they would at least initiate, you know, at least they would start calling students back. And, you know, of course they have the quarantine, they have everything, but uh, People like me, and not just me, there are hundreds of other students like me who actually need to be in Australia to be thinking about their profession. Or it will be very difficult. It will be very, very difficult. Yeah. Thank you both, Akash and Shaheen, for giving us the time and most importantly for sharing your personal experiences at this difficult time. Uh, we hope things get better for you, your family, and everyone in India and the world. Thank you so much.